read to you in a moment a scripture from Hebrews chapter 7. Do you know we've looked and watched nine candidates this morning go through the waters of baptism. And do you know every age and stage of life is different, but the one person in amidst all of those differences is none other than Jesus. Jesus is the one that has saved. Jesus is the one that has been there at every point and juncture of life. You know, Agnes said, didn't she, about walking through life alone. I wonder today, do you feel alone? I wonder today if Agnes's message appealed to you and reached into your heart. Maybe, you know, you feel alone in life. You look around and there's no hope for the future. You look back and there's not much there and you're lonely. But Agnes talked about Jesus coming into her life and taking away that loneliness. And that's what Jesus does. He hates to see us walk through life on our own. He, he hates all of those awful emotions sometimes that we feel that are so dark and so empty that leave us stranded. Or Leighton spoke, didn't he, about just not believing in God. He was an atheist. And then one day he turns up at church, and in a moment, all of the years of atheism, all of the years of arguments that are built up in his mind suddenly melt like wax at the presence of the Lord. Suddenly, you see, there can be arguments... There can be reasons why we don't believe in God. There can be reasons why we raise our fist at God and shake it. And God knows that. And God doesn't reject us for that. He just loves us through it. Maybe today you struggle to believe because of what you've been through that God loves you. And, and, and Leighton stands up here this morning and appeals to you and says, Listen, if he can do it for me, he can do it for you. He can take that hard heart away. He's done it for so many of us. He can take all of those, those arguments and all of those reasons why you believe there isn't a God and he can turn it around in a moment so that you can come into a loving new relationship with him. You can get a connection with God. And then I love what Jonathan said just there at the end felt so undeserving of this wonderful, amazing gift that we call salvation. Salvation. There's a scripture in Hebrews chapter 7, and it talks about this amazing salvation that is offered to every one of us. You may say, well, Dave, I'm not a religious person. I've never gone to church. I've never, you know, considered myself to, to be a religious person. Listen, you're in a room full of irreligious people that have met Jesus, that have brought all of their baggage and all of their history and all of their hurts and laid it down at his feet. And he's done something with our lives. And we're in a relationship with him that will never end. That's the wonderful news of this salvation that the Bible talks about. And this is the, the words from the Bible that I want to bring your attention to and I want to leave you with this morning. It's from Hebrews chapter 7, verse 25. And it says this, Therefore He, Jesus, it's talking about Jesus, 
is able also to save to the uttermost those who come to God through him since he always lives to make intercession for them. You say, well, what does that mean? Well, it simply means this. Jesus is our Savior. He can, there is not a life predicament, a life circumstance, a life experience that Jesus Christ cannot enter into. There is not a problem that's too big. That's what it's saying. There is not a problem too big. There is not an issue that he cannot solve, that he cannot enter into. He can deal with fear. No contest. He can deal with depression. No contest. He can deal with drug addiction, no contest. He can deal with every form of vice and immorality, no contest. Nothing can stand before the Savior who saves to the uttermost. I'm telling you now, in, there's a scripture in the Bible talking about God's arm and its ability to save, its ability to reach into life and take a hold of you and remove you from danger, remove you from, from, from peril. And, and God says this to the people that were listening, is my arm too short that it cannot save? It can reach into any life predicament, any life experience that you face. It can reach on in there, into that dark hole, that dark pit that you may live in. And it can pull you up by the scruff of the neck and bring you into a brand new life. Bring you into brand new promises. Bring you into this wonderful experience that we know as salvation. Jesus, primarily above everything, has this title of Savior. He is Savior. Now, I saw three pictures this morning before this service, and it was very simple. Think about this. I saw somebody that was in the corner of a room held by their throat, like a strangle grip around their throat, and it was pressing, and it was pushing, and you were pinned into the corner. And then I saw another arm, another hand come on that wrist and just shake it free. That's what a savior does. And maybe you've gone through that. Maybe that's a, a reality in your life that somebody's taken you by the throat. But that's what sin has done to every single one of us. It's held us by the throat, pinned us in a corner so that we're prisoner to it and we're unable to move. But the moment that we cry to God for help, His, his saving arm takes a hold of that thing that's holding you and it shakes you, breaks you free forevermore. That's the power of this saving grace. Our Savior, Jesus, He is able to save to the uttermost. I saw another picture of somebody on the floor under an opponent, unable to move because there was a stronger a power pressing it into the ground. And you get the idea. You get the picture. What is it that's holding you back? What is it that's holding you down? What greater power is trying to conquer and captivate you? I'm telling you, there's a greater power available to you. His name is Jesus. He's the Savior. He's the Deliverer. He can save to the uttermost. He can go anywhere. He can do anything. And because He loves you, you will get immediate attention. You will get a, an immediate audience with Him. 
because he loves every one of us. He really does. And then I saw somebody with their arm behind their back. You know when you're arrested? I've never been arrested by the police. But, you know, if you've got an experience of being arrested and sometimes they pull, pull your arm behind, their, behind your back, don't they? To take you in a direction that you may not want to go. But you're under a stronger arm than your own to resist it. And you're being pushed and you're being led in a way that you don't want to go. Let Jesus come right now in this moment and set you free. Let Jesus come right now from a prayer in your heart and change your direction of life. Save to the uttermost. Do you know one night I was, I was speaking here. This is, this is the level of power that we're talking about. This is the level of change that Jesus can bring about when our hearts are open, when our hearts are ready to receive him. I was speaking here one night and the Holy Spirit told me very clearly, he said, I want you to, I want you to speak on, on forgiveness because I'm going to deal tonight with, with shame, with guilt, with bondage. I'm going to set prisoner free. And he said, there's going to be an individual in the meeting who's, who's terribly condemned, ridden with guilt, heavy laden with his history. He can't shake himself free. And I'm going to come, I'm going to forgive him, I'm going to set him free. And he's going to go forward into his future, a brand new person. So anyway, like you do, I just, you know, got up. And I brought direction to the service as the Holy Spirit had told me. And I'm telling you now, the Holy Spirit told me to speak about this story this morning. I've never shared it publicly. And it happened many, many years ago. But he told me this morning to speak about this story. Why? Because he's going to remove guilt. He's going to break the power of shame. I'm telling you, you're going to go out a different person. I'm telling you, he's going to smash history's hold on you this morning, whether you're a believer or an unbeliever. Why? Not because I'm saying it, but because he's saying it and he loves you. He loves you with a passion. He hates us carrying burdens. He hates it. He loves us. He said, I've come to give you life and life more abundantly. And he said, so anyway, I came into this, into this meeting, just started speaking on forgiveness, started declaring, God wants to set you free from guilt. God is going to set you free from shame. He's going to break history's hold on you. You're going to go away from this place, a brand new person. And you're going to experience, this is what I said, you're going to experience peace on another level. Peace, perfect peace. It's, do you know what? If you've ever experienced the peace of God, it's tangible. It's like, it's like breath entering your body. This is supernatural. This is real that we're talking about. Anyway, just prayed. Didn't look as if, you know, I said, if you want prayer, nobody responded. I thought, well, maybe I got it wrong then. As you do. And uh, maybe 10 minutes after the service, this old man came up. And uh, he was a tall gentleman. I've never seen him since. And he was crying. He couldn't stop crying. And he said, he said, son, he said, 
He said, every word you said tonight was for me. He said, I was bound by history's hold. I was guilt-ridden. I was shameful. I've been carrying an immense burden for the last 45 years of my life. Isn't it amazing that, you know, we can carry burdens all the way through life that God never wants us to carry? And we're all aware of that. And then he began to tell me, he said, he said, when you said that the peace of God is going to come and touch and just like rain down on me and give me a brand new heart and a brand new mind, he said, something happened inside me. He said, I've never known it. And he said, I'm clean. I'm free. I'm no long, I no longer feel condemned or guilty. Something has changed in my life. And I said, Sue, well, why were you so ashamed? Why did you feel so guilty? Why is it for the last 45 years you've carried this immense burden of history on your life? What is it? And he said, well, he said, in the Second World War, he said, my job was to press a button on a Lancaster bomber. And he said, as we flew over Germany, and he said, I would look down, and he said, I would see cities and towns beneath me. He said, under the direction and signal of the pilot, I would have to press the button to deploy all the bombs on the towns and the cities and the villages beneath me. He said, that was my work year in, year, year out, night after night. And he said, after the war, he said, every night, my mind would relive all of those horrible, horrid experiences that I went through. I've carried it every day since, and I can't set myself free from it. I've been bound by it. I've been held by it. I'm ashamed of it. I feel guilty. I've, I've tried to get freedom here and freedom there, but tonight Jesus has set me free through a simple cry. One word, help me. Help me, he said, and Jesus set him free. He went out a different man. Never seen him since. Don't have to see him. I'm telling you now, that is the power he can save to the uttermost. Any length. It matters not where you are. It matters not what you've done. It matters not who you've become. Jesus loves you. He looks beyond all of that and he reaches in to save us and to set us free. We're going to bow our heads right now. Maybe you're here today and I want to pray a prayer with you. We're going to take a moment. Hallelujah. Maybe you're here and you've never prayed a prayer asking Jesus to be your Savior. You say, well, Dave, my sins aren't like that man on that Lancaster bomber that pressed the button to deploy all of those bombs all over Germany. No, but you're separate from God. You haven't got a living relationship with Him. You may be like Agnes alone in life. You may be like, like Leighton, struggling to believe that there is a God. 
I'm telling you, Jesus can save you from that right now. Jesus can come right now. He is but a prayer away. Prayer away. We're going to pray. And you're going to ask him to come into your heart. And you are going to have a supernatural experience. A miracle is going to take place right now. And it's going to be, you're going to be given the greatest gift, the gift of salvation, a relationship with Jesus that will never end. And you're going to get peace in your life, maybe for the first time. Let's pray. Let's pray. I'm going to help you in this. Maybe say this. Jesus, quietly in your heart, say it. Jesus, I ask you, right now to forgive me of my sin to be my savior live in my heart give me the peace that only you can bring amen